Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. It's another somebody session in which these nobodies bring on a somebody who is an expert or rising star in their field. This week, our somebody is a multi-talented artist, musician, and entrepreneur. On top of producing music, painting canvas, and being the coolest person either of us know, he has recently launched a brand new custom clothing line called Boy Johnson One of One that reimagines old denim jackets into one-of-a-kind fashion statements, which you can find at Boy Johnson Brand on Instagram. This week, somebody is my personal favorite person, Mac Marley. All right, we're recording. You start. Okay, first of all, do not tell me what to do. Talked right into that one. All right. Hey, guys, I'm Annie. And I'm Bryce. And we are the Nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. Mag, what's up? What's happening, man? How you doing? I feel, I feel important off the intro right there. Oh, yeah. We well, you're somebody. Use that as your bio. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fun. This is a somebody session, so you and you are a somebody. So you should we want to make we want to make you feel important. We hope that you do. As though I, I feel like I was gonna like hear a crowd like cheering. <laughs> We can put it. We can put that sound effect. Yeah, I mean, I we did have a stadium filled with people, but it's because of COVID. We can't. We couldn't. You could. We couldn't show it or air it or yeah. Well, um, I I want to just say people can't see you because we're a podcast, but you guys are actually sitting in right in front of one of your paintings. That's right. Can you? Can you describe what it is to our moms who are the only people listening? <laughs> so like uh, one of my uh, artists uh, or favorite artists that uh, I got inspired by was like uh, by the name of Takashi Mirakami. He uh, designed like Kanye West, like uh, album covers and stuff like that. So really? that's, how I heard, that's how I heard of him. So these flowers right here, like, you know, they're popular now, like uh, they everywhere. Like, as you see, they did a collab with, like, Perrier Water and stuff like that. But he's just a well-known artist from Japan. and so They did like, a thing with Perrier? Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Well, I work at NBC, so it looks – and it looks like the Peacock, kind of. You know, the one yeah. – uh, You know, the, the NBC logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Peacock yeah. With, all the, with all the rainbow colors. Oh, so yeah. So I like that. Um, well, you're – speaking of paint – so, you know, you, you started painting – in quarantine like did you just <laughs> decide to pick up a brush one day and we're like and then you just found out that you're pablo picasso like what happened <laughs> go through that no nah, so it's crazy so yeah being bored on quarantine <laughs> and then <laughs> went to michael's and then got some stuff and then just painted one i painted uh ricky morty i think was my first one no i think it was a cause inspired one it's another artist that i'm inspired by from new york brooklyn new york uh go by the name of cause but I did an, I did that piece first, and then I did like a Ricky Morton. So like it started from there, and it's just like a, it just turned into more and more. From my perspective, the way that it went was I was like chilling on the couch, and he left and was like, "Hey, I'll be back," and then he came back in the door with like bags full of stuff from Michaels. Yeah. And just said like, "Hey, I'm gonna go up in the loft and paint a little bit," and I was like, "Wait." <laughs> <laughs> Like I've never known you to paint. Yeah. I've known him to draw. Like he's always 
yeah. drawn and like doodled all over things. Yeah. Um, but I've never known him to pick up a paintbrush. So that was a shock. Yeah. And then the yeah. first jacket you painted, I think both of us were kind of like, yeah. which I know Bryce is going to move into, but yeah. 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 Well, yeah, that that's yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that was, that was like my first, like begin, like, started painting on jackets was that first jacket that I, uh, it was like a, a Monopoly piece. Of yeah. That. And that was like an Alec Monopoly inspired jacket. So that's why, you know, just artists that I like, I just mm -hmm. ended up trying it. You know what I mean? And I learned from them, you know what I'm saying? So Annie mentioned that you started painting denim jackets. Like what, how did that, how did it transpire from painting canvas to jackets? And, um, you know, what, uh, like, how did that come about? I guess. Oh yeah, like one day Annie wanted a jacket. <laughs> so it was your it was your it was your idea. It was well like no, so he your had fault. no, I'm just kidding. Seriously, not to answer for you, but you had that like kind of um like nylon jacket. Yeah. He just had it up in his loft and it was blank and it was whatever. And so one night he tends to get really creative in the middle of the night and he just painted the Alec Alec Monopoly. Yeah. The Alec Monopoly character and Alec Monopoly. Is that his artist. name? No, no, no. He's oh. an artist that does like Monopoly. Painting. I thought the Monopoly man's name was Alec. I was like, no, 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 no. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Knew that. But he did that. And then when I, when I personally saw him paint that jacket, I was like, well, wait a second. I want you to paint me a jacket. And then right. that's when you were like, denim jackets would be so sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sick. Annie, what jacket did you get? Then what's what denim jacket did you get? What's on there? Um, I had him paint. So I'm a Taurus and I found an image online of a Taurus goddess and yes. it's just, yeah. And it's just a woman that's a Taurus and she's got the kind of the horns. Yeah. Taurus um, goddess or something like that. Yeah. But it, it was just that. It was just something I found and he painted it like to a T. <laughs> So you read, so Mac, you recently launched Boy Johnson, one of one, which is your custom clothing line, which you can all follow on Instagram at Boy Johnson brand, but tell people how you, they can get their hands on one of these masterpieces. Oh, so you can hit me up on my Instagram, Boy Johnson brand at Boy Johnson brand on my Instagram, but then you can DM me and then we could, and you could tell me what you want. Either I can customize okay. it or like I have some that's already on hand that I do myself that I just, you know, what I come up with. And they yeah. can purchase, they can like purchase a jacket that way. Which would you, I mean, I guess, does it matter or do you prefer one or the other? Like, do you want, would you rather have someone come to you with an idea or would you rather do something or do you want to just continue to do both kind of thing? What is, I, I think continue to do both because some people have good ideas too. Uh, and a lot of people don't want something that's like as big because the bigger it is, the more expensive it will get. Cause yeah, I spend a lot of time on it. If it's like a face or something, cause that stuff take hours cause it's a lot of detail. Yeah. So if it's like, I'd rather do it. I'd rather let them tell me because a lot of times they're going to probably pick up something more simple than what I would because I'll probably, you know, try to do it like a You want to get intricate. Yeah. 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 I you want a challenge. You want a challenge. It's too easy. Yeah, Things right, are too right. easy. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to. <laughs> so I'll just rather just like people tell me what they want. Do you, was there, is there any, is there anything that someone is art that you've already created for someone that they brought to you that you were really impressed by? Aside from Annie, um, is there another piece that you really liked that you did? I mean, obviously you like them all. Oh right? yeah, definitely. Uh, another one that I did was the Diana Ross one. Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. And that's on the yeah. Instagram, right? I mean, you, yeah. people can go look at that. I mean, that it had to take a long time. Yeah. That took me like a couple days, actually. It took me like two days. Oh my yeah. God. 
It's what it is wild because it's so much of it's like layering. It's a layer. Yeah, a lot of layers. and so, yeah, so go yeah. into that because I'm I'm confused as to like because obviously you can wash the denim. I mean, yeah. it's not. But but how do how do you make it so it it stays? And oh, how so do you like? So so you have like a like a fabric paint that you can get, and it's okay. also this like textile stuff you can mix with like acrylic paint. Which I don't really like recommend because it's like it makes the jacket like kind of stiff a little bit. So I'm I'm still like kind of learning, and as I learn, I feel I, I learned that like fabric paint was like the best way to go because you can like it, it's like more loose. Mm-hmm. So like, and then you and when you watch it, I have watched the jacket before, and none nothing happened really like yeah. that. No colors came out, ain't nothing like that. So it's been kind of cool to watch this because it's such an experiment every time yeah. to see yeah. kind of how it works. Yeah, and. Yeah, it just the fabric paint is meant to obviously be in fabric. Yeah. yeah. Annie, do you have a do you have a favorite one that he's done aside from yours again? Do you have a favorite one that he's done? I have a couple. I love I mean the Diana Ross one was like sh- shockingly good. And did someone br- someone brought that to you? Like yes. or did yeah. you Okay, all right. Yeah, that she is- brought me a picture and she told me what she wanted and she showed me the picture that she wanted. She was like I wanted like It was an it album like cover, it. wasn't it? Yeah, it was an like album cover. Yeah. Like, like oh my god, movie. that is just fat. It's just fascinating. Yeah. I yeah. also really loved the Chris Jenner one that you did. Yeah. Um, the Chris Jenner one? Well, that's just what he called it. Yeah. Oh. Because um, it like favored her a lot. Like it looked like it her. looked a lot like her. That one's on the Instagram also. But that uh, wasn't meant to be Chris Jenner. You're saying no, no, okay. Uh-uh. It just looked like her. But yeah. that was probably the first one he did of a face where I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, <laughs> this is so good. Yeah, maybe you could um, maybe you could replicate my my giant movie cup that I drink everything out of with Katniss on it. <laughs> or maybe yeah. the Hunger yeah, Games logo. Yeah, Actually, yeah, this would be cool. No, that would be fire. That would be dope. And you guys go look at go look at boy at boy Johnson brand because these these are all. Then you're gonna you can hear what we're referencing right yeah. now too. Annie, yeah. can you draw? Like, can no. you paint, draw, paint any of that? Nothing. No, I've done. Uh, I well, I'm not the least bit musical. Like, I'm pretty tone deaf. <laughs> and when which it comes, I still don't believe, but when it comes to drawing, I. No. Mac, did you set out like, especially, I know that we sort of referenced, uh, talked about this, but uh, especially with the denim stuff, did you set out it to, to like, did you know it was going to kind of take off the way that it has, especially with people coming now coming to you with ideas and everything? Did you start it as a passion project? Did you go into it thinking like, oh, I'm going to, you know, I want to, obviously the goal is to be financially sound with these things, right. but I just didn't know if that was something that crossed your mind in the beginning or not no not at all not with painting it not with painting but as far as the boy johnson brand itself yeah yeah like i've always wanted to do like a you know fashion brand and uh start a brand myself but as far as painting on denim and stuff like that i never thought it would really take off like that it was just something i was doing for fun and yeah. then like when i saw that people like really like you know gravitated towards i was like oh yeah this is something that i can like intro my brand to you know what i'm saying like yeah for sure you know, so like I, I thought it was dope for me to just find something out of out of the blue and just pick up on it and, and, it, and it take off organically like that. You know what I mean? So that's cool. So, so you've had so you've had the brand I, like a the brand idea for a long time, but you yeah, just for a long time. This is just kind of like a soft launch into the yeah, into yeah, the yeah. It's like a soft day, day yeah, soft building launch. awareness. Yeah, yeah, yeah building, building awareness. There you go. Yeah, well, what still. what like what are you how are you hoping to like expand your brand? I'm hoping to expand my brand as far as just like 
you know, just like off the resources and off the people that I know, just like just touching people. If they like it, they like it. If they don't, you know what I'm saying? Just all, yeah. all organic, man. Well, and it'll yeah. all be streetwear. It'd so be, okay. like the other product offerings that you're going to have. Touch yeah. on those. Yeah. So like, I'm not just going to do like denim jackets and stuff like that. Like I said, that was just like, you know, like you said, a soft yeah. intro. but if anything, I'm going to be doing like a lot of streetwear, like a lot of comfortable wear, you know, I always want to do like underwear and shit like that. Like, a lot of different things, like I, I call it airport gear and stuff like that. Like I like yes. being comfortable while traveling. You know what I mean? So I feel like people ain't really got that. You know what I'm saying? Like people ain't yes. really got that go-to travel gear. So I feel like I can bring that to the table, and I think that's missing. I am still like so obsessed with the airport. I think like the airport. Like I, I have just such a clear vision of what that is and what yeah. that means. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes if you're trying to explain something, you don't really get, it's like, oh, it's like this or whatever. And you're like that. I don't, I cannot at all relate, but everybody can relate to that. Like travel yeah. apparel almost. Yeah, it's like, travel how, exactly. because you have to be comfortable. It's not like we're not in the seventies. People aren't exactly. in suits and like yeah. corsets or whatever. Right, whatever. right, right. That's, that's so uncomfortable, man. It's like getting on the plane with those big like jackets and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like getting in the way when you're putting on the back strap. Like you don't want all that shit in the way. You know what I'm saying? So like a fly airport fit that like you ain't got to worry about all that. It's like what's missing. And I, and I'm yes. Missing. Well, and every person can think to like one time when, when they saw someone walking through the airport and they were like, damn, they look super swagged out and so comfy. Yeah, like that's very comfort, defining. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you see those people that are in like the Cookie Monster fleece pajama pants yeah. from Walmart, yeah. and it's like, oh god, yeah. like have a little pride. Yeah. And the opposite. I mean, you see people in like you know, really. I mean, not that jeans are uncomfortable, but I mean, it's like you see people in like nicer sort of like outfits or something going to the airport, and it just seems so uncomfortable. Like you just can't yeah. sit. Exactly. Well, Mac, yeah. you're really tall too, so it's hard for you to like. I mean, like. I mean, I'm not nearly as tall as you, but like, I feel like being over six foot is like yeah. hard to just be on a plane anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. You kind of have to, you, you can't be uncomfortable in your clothes. Right. Plane. So yeah, yeah. tight space, you know what I'm saying? For people that, yeah. you know, that you, you need something more comfortable to where you can just not have to worry about taking off your jacket all the time and all that, you know, put this yeah. somewhere. It's, it, you got a limited amount of space on the plane. So that's important. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the vibe for future boy Johnson. So yeah. be on the lookout oh, yes. for that. Be stuff. on the lookout. Yes, for that. I like sure. it. I like for it a sure. lot. What do you think is the key? I feel like I'm in such a weird position, knowing <laughs> most like... of this stuff about you, but also like wanting to participate yeah. in the interview. What do you think? Like, are the key elements? Because we always joke around about how you're like the swaggiest person any of us know. I so don't what do you know think? Why, we're not, that's not a joke. Okay, well, no, but like we make it a point to say it every time yeah. he comes in the room. And so what do you think are the key elements to those, like an airport outfit? I think the key elements is like, I would say like tailored like sweats, like if like it got to like fit you, like, you know, like uh, a little baggy, but at the same time, but still fit, you know, like uh, keep you warm. And like, so you can feel like, you know, like if you want to fall asleep, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Like I think about those type of things. Like, like elevated pajamas or something. Yeah, yeah. But also still be fly at the same time because I feel like when you go to the airport, it's it's it feels better to look better, but you want you don't want to overdress and stuff like that, but still make it like swag to where it's comfortable, but still fly. You know what I mean? Can I just can I just interject here with when we all flew to Cleveland together last fall and 
Um, I had taken I had taken a separate plane than you guys, but we met up in Denver, I think. And Mac walks in, like everyone, the rest <laughs> of the group is there, and Mac is away. Like you had gone, I think you'd gone somewhere like to get something or go to the bathroom or whatever, and you walk back, and I'm like. He is like looks like the coolest motherfucker I've ever seen walking up to this group of people, and I'm like, "Are you supposed to be with us? Like, what are we? That's actually my. We're not worthy. Like, so dumb. That's funny. You're like, look at T. What? Hang on. Uh, I think actually, I think I might have called it out. I think you you did. You just had like whatever your airport fit was. It was like so perfectly put together. Yeah. So yeah, like, you're yeah. you're really you good. Turn, at, like, you were like you, you were like, oh my god, look at him! Like, I know. Like, yeah, it, like, it's, I don't. It, you know, I don't. It's not something I try to do. It's just like I feel like if it's like it's another thing of being organic. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I feel like I can bring it to the table because I just do it, just like effortlessly. Yeah, yeah, it is very effortless <laughs> for him. If you okay, let me ask you this: If there's one thing that people like if they want to elevate kind of their street fashion. This is a good question. What is like one piece that they should focus on? That 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 I will create? No, no, no. Just in general. Like, is it a pair of sneakers or is it a sweatsuit? Or like what's one thing if they want to take like their everyday streetwear to the next level, what should they get? Oh, definitely be the sneakers. And what is a good sneaker that anyone I'm writing all this down, by the way. (laughs) Um, what is like a good sneaker that across the board it will work for everyone? A Jordan One. Okay. I don't even have a Jordan One. Really? A Jordan One, you just can never go wrong. You know, Air Max is too, like the certain Air Max is like you can't go wrong. And if we're talking about sneakers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like certain Air Max, like an Air Max like 97 or like a um Air Max 90, or like a uh so these are the things that you can wear that. You could turn around, and go to the club, or like in, a, or like a day party, or something like that. Depends on how you rock it. Yeah, or like you know. Um, so like men, women, children. Those are two to three sneakers that anybody could have in their wardrobe to like level it up. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Now, do, have you? Yeah, have you always have you always been into sneakers too, or is that something that always, always, <laughs> always? Yeah, he gave sneakers. me a look. Since I was young, man, like my mom, like my mom. Got me every sneaker that I wanted, every sneaker that I asked for, she got it. But she also said that if I got the sneaker, I couldn't get nothing else. <laughs> so you got to think about it. I had to be creative with my sneakers. Very. You know what I'm saying? So, and what you paired them with and all that. And what I paired them with, you know? So like I didn't, I couldn't get the clothes, so I had to use what I had. And a lot of times it would be like comfortable because I know like gym shorts. It's nothing like being in the summertime and you can just get like some gym shorts and a right. nice pair of sneakers and a T-shirt. It's very, like, calculated. it's very calculated. It's very calculated. Yeah. So it's calculated. It's fresh, man. Like you can. And the best thing about it, me and my brothers, we always did was uh, get Hanes t-shirts at like Dollar General and like get up and get some gym shorts and, and socks. And we get there every time we buy sneakers, we get there because that whole like feeling like that you got to get new boxes. You got to get everything fresh. <laughs> and yeah. it's nothing like that feeling like that. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, you you mentioned you you mentioned your family, Mac. Do you are, are you guys all artistic? Like, so my brother, so my um, so my oldest brother, Angelo, Mike, well, Cheek, we call him Cheek, mm-hmm. um, but his name is Angelo. But um, 
he's also an artist, but he's a tattoo artist, but he's also like, he's always drawn and painted since he was a kid, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So he's really been in the art his whole life, you know what I'm saying? But, and um, I have too, and I've always yeah. drawn, and then watching him, you know what I'm saying? I learned a lot from him. He's incredibly talented. And he's like yeah. insane with it, like, you know, um, building his own tattoo guns and stuff like that and doing tattoos at 14, you know, the, like, so like doing things like that, that's the type of stuff I watch, so that's the creative, you know, things that yeah. I've seen. And that helped me like throughout the time that I was, you know, doing doing art. And I, I think that's why that's why I'm as good. Did you guys, as were I you guys know. like at all competitive in your artwork? Like you're like, oh, can I? Like, no, can what's so funny, no, what's so funny, bro? Like he did, he used to do, so we had art competitions in school and he used to draw for me and I used to win the art competitions. Because he used to draw. <laughs> It was this Mariah Carey. I was in like fifth grade, and it was like this Mariah Carey painting. It was a hundred dollar prize, and I had to draw Mariah Carey, and it was funny. And I think Cheek was like in eighth grade at the time, and I was in like fifth grade. Wait, why did you have to draw Mariah Carey? Did you want to, or is it like? Or... Yes, yeah, so we had to choose who we wanted okay. to draw. I think I, oh, probably I had a crush on it. Yeah, or some shit like that. And uh, was I, she in her Christmas outfit? She probably was. I think she was in like some black, some black. <laughs> that would have been about 2001, which I think is when all that stuff, when that Christmas album came out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so um, he drew it for me and I won the competition. So, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> That's so unbelievable. Then, and then when I, when I came, when I, when I got it, it was like. Don't, who asked for the, that school, don't come for his award. Like, it's, yeah, don't come for my award. Don't come for his award, all right? You know, honestly, though, I put some penciling in there. Like, I, I penciled some. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you did some you did some stuff. You put your hand on it. I went over what he did. You know what I'm saying? I will say when you started painting, I expected Cheek to be kind of competitive about it. Yeah. And he wasn't at all. Like he was so encouraging. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And he was I mean, he was just very supportive, which I thought was cool. Because I did, because ex- you brothers and siblings, yeah. like I did expect him to be pretty competitive. Oh no, nah, because it. it's crazy. Because he, like, I'm like the visual person. Like he's very talented in art. Like he can draw any damn thing. Like he can just sit there and watch mm-hmm. you and paint and draw you. You know what I mean? Like, so for me, it's like um, he. I would tell him to draw stuff, and he would, oh he'll ask me like, man, what should I paint and stuff like that. So he would tell me like, man, you should just try it yourself. Like, man, why did you just do it? Or, you know what I mean? Like, once you just try yeah. it. You know what I'm so he always told me to do that. So and by me doing it now, and he just blown away. He like, damn, man, you're killing this shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, it's this dope. is this is gonna be a really stupid question. Not that all these are, um, but uh, I I was just curious. Are you more of kind of like? My sister is really is a great, really good artist too, and she. I I actually don't even know the answer to this question for her, but I was wondering: Are you more of like someone who's very intricate and very focused on the details, or do you kind of just like start painting and do? I mean, obviously, when you're working on a project, you're obviously working on a project. You know, you have to be more in inter, inter interested in the details or whatever. But I just didn't know if you're freehanding, are you just kind of like doing it, or are you really focused on the little stuff? Man, that's crazy. I'm glad you asked that question because that's why it takes me a lot of a long time to do these jackets sometimes because I'm a perfectionist. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I gotta like do it to the T. That's why when you see like a painting like this, this this looks when you look at the painting, that's why it's so dope. Because it looks simple. Because yeah. you know, but but man, let me tell you, these things right here getting these lines so straight and doing them like this, and then having this paint so smooth and doing the greens. In those, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. detail, so much detail, so much layer and so much like, you know, a lot of patience, you know what I mean? Like, 
and it it teaches you so much how to finesse paint like how you it, it teaches so much like in painting so he did one painting with lips. It was a custom one. It was a person's logo for their mm -hmm. business. Yeah. And he went in and like, because the top of the outline of the lips is just like dots. Was it for the Rolling Stones? No, 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 no. no. Okay. <laughs> but someday. Someday. Um, They're going to be calling. Literally with like a thumbtack. Yeah. With the paint. And he did the dots like with the like tip of the thumbtack. Yeah. So, oh my God. Yes. That he's very, yeah, yes. Yeah. You know what it is? What you just were saying is interesting. I mean, obviously, it, it really would test patience, like in a good way, meaning like yeah. it would teach you how to be like, it would teach you to learn how to like enjoy the process. I mean, yeah. I feel like I, I write scripts and stuff and I'm like, I really, I, I think once I get into it, it takes me forever to get on board to like actually do it because I'm like so ridiculous, but it's, it's so nice. It's such a nice, it, it would have to be so great to, to like learn that patience, to be yeah. able to like do the lines and like that would drive me nuts. But the yeah. fact that you're learning how to do that improves your art exponentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it, it helps, it helps, it helps a lot. And it helps me stay creative with everything around all, all around the board. Helps me think of new ideas as I paint one. So like each each thing that I, each like piece that I do or painting that I do, I think of something else. You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like it helps you shut your brain off too. Yeah, and it like when he can focus on therapeutic. that, it's therapeutic. Yeah, sure. and I think that's why you started painting yeah, was because sure. it was like a sort of a therapy. Definitely, definitely, people do that. I mean, like it's so cool that you're able to that you were able to do that one and be good, so good at it because that would also like if you just absolutely sucked. Like if yeah, I did, yeah, it, yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, I'm never doing this, this again. Yeah, it's like why well, I'm wasting this time doing this shit and money and money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because this shit ain't cheap. Going to go buy this stuff, you know what I mean? Buy no. this, uh, these paint, these uh, this paint and stuff like that. So it it, it it takes a lot. It takes a lot, but it's dope. Because a lot of times when I'm starting off, it I don't really think it's gonna turn out that good. And I was like, when I finish, I'm like, oh shit, this is dope as hell. And what a great feeling that is. Like, yeah, that has to be so. That has to be such a nice relief yeah. and release yeah. a little bit yeah. um well i want to i want to move backwards a bit so you you've been in la for a while now but what brought you out to la i mean how long so how long have you been here and and what brought you out here in the first place man what brought me out here in la i'll tell you man i believe i believe in like you know destiny it's already it's already written you know what i mean so like for me Got i think it. i was yeah yeah i've always i was supposed to be here yeah you mean so like um so th that's what got me here. Like I used to say it in my songs. I've always talked about it since I was like 14 years old, man. I would say it in my songs and stuff like that. So it's crazy that I'm even here, honestly, because I, I didn't I didn't just go straight to L.A. I went mm -hmm. to Boston first and then Boston <laughs> to L.A. And it's like, what the fuck? Boston, Boston went well for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's quite that's quite a left turn. Or yeah, that, that, was, that was far left, far left. So yeah, so you mentioned music too. And so it's like, did you were you always interested in music? And obviously you came, you moved out here because it is a much bigger music scene than I'm assuming Boston. <laughs> Especially <laughs> hip hop. For sure. It was like that was the draw. I mean, I'm sorry, when you were in Boston, that was the draw to get you out here was to was music. Yeah, right. So well, the thing about going to Boston was like just to get out of North Carolina. I just yeah. had to get out. 
Yes. So like I didn't care where I went. Hell, it could be in bumfuck Jamaica. <laughs> yes, you're from North Carolina. Just for the just for yeah, our moms. yeah, yeah. You're for the North Carolina, yeah, from North Carolina. Just to let you know. So like I had to just get out where I was at. So I didn't. So that's why I just took the leap. And yeah, and I think it it was the best thing I could have ever done. So you're basically you're saying that you sort of manifested your your you know existence in LA because that's what you were singing about when you were in North Carolina. And that is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from like, like growing up, I always looked up to Snoop Dogg. Like that was like one of the biggest, like. Well, then you met him. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's the craziest thing. Cause I I end up meeting him and smoking with him. And and that, (laughs) and that just blows my mind. And, And when you talk about manifesting, like I'm really living like that whole thing, everything I've talked about, I've always said I was going to smoke with Snoop in my rhymes and stuff like that. Oh, my had God. Had no idea. Had no idea. No. You know, and, and, how and could like, you? I mean, how could how you could possibly? You know? You know? How like, could you know? How could you know? And I'm even telling people out here, I'm like, man, I got to smoke with Snoop. And one of the guys that's from, like, Crenshaw telling me, he's like, man, you will one day, man. He's a real-ass dude. You know what I'm saying? And I, I had different signs. And then I was in Hawaii, and me and Sammy was outside, and we, you know, we outside chilling. We shroomed out, and, and we like, <laughs> and he like, and I'm like, bro, I gotta smoke with Snoop, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's crazy because it always just come in my mind. And then you know, it's crazy because two weeks after that, I end up going to uh, Baker had an event, and I go down to uh, to the event, and I end up, you know. The event is literally like at Snoop's compound. Is, and Snoop's is, this, is this the same night Annie met To? Yeah, yeah, same night. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God, look, it's T.O. Yeah, yeah, same night. She turned red. She loved because it. Because that was the most embarrassing moment of ever. <laughs> so, wait, now, so you guys, it was at, I mean, we don't have to get into the nitty gritty details of this, but I was just curious, how did you, like, broach Snoop? Did you, like, was it, were you introduced and you just were like, hey, I really love, you know, I love your music or how did that uh, go? It was like introduced. So basically, Bake asked me that I wanted to meet him. You know what I'm saying? He knew, he knew I, you know, yeah. was cool. so he was like, do you want to meet him? And I was like, I don't even think I said that. By the time I even. You just stood up. I you just were like, stood let's up. Go. I'm like, let's go. He yeah, let's do it. I'm like walking behind him and like Snoop is coming in. Snoop had just got there. I mean, place is packed. Everybody's there in the building, all the legends in there. Mm-hmm. And here comes Snoop out of nowhere. You could just smell him coming, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. And, uh, and Bake is like going over there towards him. Now I'm walking behind Bake. And then he was like, you know, this is my boy, Mac. You know what I'm saying? And then that's how it was. And he was like, he was like, he was like, oh, uh, he was like, this is my boy, Mac. And he was like, okay, cool. Let's snap a photo. And then that's when we snapped. As soon as he said that, we snapped a photo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and crazy, th- crazy thing, the guys who was sitting with at the table, um, it was the announcer for the UFC fight, the uh, UFC fights. Yeah, like oh. the main announcer. The main announcer for the UFC fights. Yeah, who is that? Um, oh, it doesn't matter. Keep going. Everyone yeah. will know. Everyone like, will know. Everyone will know. No, that's not that guy. Yeah. Is it? No, no, it I is. think no, it is okay. the same guy. You no, know, I think that's his brother. I think I think they're brothers or something. Oh. Like that, but it's two different. It's two different. It's a UFC announcer. There's another one. But um, I should know this. I did a whole thing. I did a whole episode on Dana White. Bruce Buffer. That's who yes. It. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. So he and Michael Buffer. Alex. You're right. Michael Buffer is the guy who says. Let's get ready to rumble. Right. So, yeah. So, th- I end up, so we end up like, you know what I mean? Like getting cool. At, we was cool and shit. So, he was like, you want to smoke a Snoop? So, he he the one who's like really <laughs> amping and shit. So, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is fire. And uh, he was like, yeah. So, and then the event goes on. They announcing the wars and stuff like that. And like an hour later, we like still drinking, sipping. And all of a sudden, I hear somebody say, yo, hey, Matt, 
You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, and that's Bruce Buffett. He calling my name. Oh my God. And he was like, You wanna go smoke with Snoop? And boom, we go smoke. And I lot of you not, man. We went through this maze. I I don't know what I don't even know how to get there without Snoop. You know what I'm saying? This is like, a ridiculous story. Nobody understand how crazy this was. I so he tells me he, so we go through this maze shit. I'm walking behind Bruce Buffett and Snoop Dogg, you know what I'm saying? This, you know what I mean? Like it sounds like a dream. It just sounds like it a does. dream, bro. We yeah. go into the studio. We go into a studio, the same studio I've seen on Instagram. It looked like fucking Star Star uh, Star Trek or some shit. It got like a, it's like a space room, but it's a full studio. And uh, he said, <laughs> he said, and when we walk in, there, he said, "Which one of y'all bank homeboys?" You know? <laughs> yeah. That's a really good impression too. I know. Yeah, and it was like, I was like, you know what I'm saying, me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, he's like, but he, and then he, that's all he said. But then he was like, all right, somebody need to roll up. So he like patting himself out looking for a blunt, I guess. But his son is in there. So his son is in there just rolling up. You know what I'm saying? He, he like, as soon as his pop said, he like, all right, bet. He over there rolling blunts and shit. And here, here they come. We're in this circle. Bruce Buffett uh, right beside him and these two random guys who I don't know how they got down there. And then it's <laughs> me. And then it's like some other guys on the side of me. And then soon as Snoop lights the blunt, uh, Bruce Buffett hit it like once. And then he, and then, uh, <laughs> and then he passed out. No, Bruce Buffett hit the shit <laughs> once, right? He just said, Snoop, let me hit it once. And gave it right back to Snoop because Snoop just had just lit it. Snoop takes the blunt and fucking skipped the two guys and passed it straight to, straight to me. Which is not proper etiquette. That's like <laughs> about somebody's status right there. But it's just straight like, you, you got to feel like an absolute square if that happens to you. Like, <laughs> If somebody skipped me, bro, like that's oh the worst thing. You know what I'm saying? That is embarrassing. Because I was trying, yeah, it was crazy. So when he, so I'm like, all right, this is crazy. Like Snoop keep passing me the blunt, and he do it like three times. Keep skipping these dudes. I'm like, God, this is crazy. <laughs> and and man, let me tell you, when they say Snoop got the strongest weed, bro, they ain't lying. Like, and I tell you, bro, I don't smoke the best. Like, I don't smoke. I smoke, bro. I'm telling you. And uh, <laughs> when I smoke that shit, I smoked two months. I had to get the fuck out of there, bro. <laughs> Were he, they emerged, he emerged from the studio and all of us were like, oh, maybe we should leave. Man, I couldn't believe how high I was. I was I've like, never seen him so high in my whole life. Smoke like, I can smoke all day, 10 blunts. Like, it don't matter, but two blunts with Snoop was just like, I don't know what <laughs> oh he had. Oh, my God. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. And and the conversations he was having back there, I'll never forget. You know what I'm saying? Um, I can't really speak on a lot of it, but... Yeah. The conversations he was saying back there, man, I just never forget. And I just never forget that moment. And I, you know, shout out to Baker, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Bruce Buff. Shout out to them, man. Because, shout out to man, Bruce Buff. Yeah. That shit right there is something. That, that was like, wild. Like, I, like, I never forget that shit. Well, and that's so cool that you have, I mean, yeah. And, and you know, I don't, obviously don't say anything because I think that's cool that you have those memories to yourself mm-hmm. and you know that that's, those are like the stories that you won't forget and that you have in your yeah. vault forever. Yeah. And, you know, they're yours. Like, they're not anybody else's. And I think that's such a cool – that's such an amazing experience for you to be able to, like, meet one of your idols and smoke with them and everything else. Who are some of your other – who are some of your other musical influences, either – well, both, growing up and and now? Wait, Um, really quick. I have a question. Do you think that if Bryce had been down in the studio, do you think that 
Snoop well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, we're, we're Annie and I, the two people that hey, we hey. I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how they those two got in there. I think they tried. They came with the came with us, and they they just somehow got into that. They were like, what if they were like Swedish, like a Swedish, what if they were like <laughs> Swedish friends that just like took a wrong direct, went the wrong direction. The, they just saw a crowd of people walking and decided yeah. to come with them. You know what yeah. I mean? They could have like, oh, this looks like, I think this is the way to the bathroom. Right, right. And you in there with Snoop and Snoop, like, who are these motherfuckers? He's just like, nah. <laughs> not y'all. That would, that would happen to Bryce and I. Nah, for that's sure. What it for is, sure. Yeah. Nah, definitely. <laughs> okay, now answer his question. Like, who were your inspirations? Oh, man, growing up, first let me say my dad, because he's, he's a singer. And I come from a musical background. I mean, my family, my uncles, my cousins, you know what I'm saying? Like they they all singers, man, from Detroit too. So like Motown from the Mecca of that soul music. So like that's what I come from. And I grew up seeing them sing a lot. Um, Michael Jackson for sure. Like growing up, Michael Jackson was definitely a huge inspiration. Uh Biggie for sure. That's like my favorite rapper. Um uh Pac for sure. Um Jay-Z for sure. Um Tupac was the first. Uh, verse that I ever written on paper because I used to take people verses and rewrite them because I used to learn their lyrics and I would write them and I couldn't wait to say them the next day at school. But like that's how I learned how to write verses and it was like the black of the buried, the sweet of the juice and the dark of the flesh and the deep with the roots. So learning that cadence and learning how they write is how I started like learning how to do music and stuff like yeah. that. So that's how I like started getting into rapping. So like those was like my big influences and like now like and I, I know I said Jay-Z and Jay-Z for sure. Um, Nipsey Hussle uh, is like my one of my like biggest and like RP and Nipsey Hussle got a shirt on right now. Oh, yeah. nice. Love that. Yeah, yeah. We get that in there. Let me get that in there. Yeah. <laughs> we will. So yeah, um, yeah, so that's like my biggest inspiration because I feel like that's somebody that was thinking like me and like somebody that I could like look because I don't look up to people like that. So mm-hmm. that was like somebody I really looked up to that had like the same type of mindset that I that I have and shit like that. So yeah. that was, that was uh, one of my biggest, biggest influences. Right. What a really cool. And Nipsey Hussle is just such a cool, um, you know, not cool, I guess, but just a, an amazing community of surrounding him. I was working at entertainment tonight when he was passed away or whatever. And he, and they just like, we went down to where he, like his, um, yeah the neighborhood and everything and we sent people there and so we were filming there all day we we got a ton of coverage it was like the highest day the highest viewed day of the time at the time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um on entertainment tonight on this on the streaming service that i was working on it was just amazing i mean i know i had known a little bit about him before that but not much and so it was such a cool it was so awesome to see all that and just to see like wow his impact was so impact. massive. Well, and it's still lasting because we yeah. were down in Crenshaw, what, a week ago, two weeks ago? Yeah. And Is it a store or is it, a, what, did, he have, did he have a store? Yeah, or was he, had a store he had a whole place. He basically like owned half of the like plaza. Like that block or the whatever. Yeah, it's like a oh. plaza. Yeah, oh, it's, plaza still, yeah. it's still closed. Like it's shut down yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, to the public. Just, yeah, just want to get it wrong. I don't want to sound. Yeah, bad. no, it's called the marathon. No, um, no, no definitely. Yeah, but no, I mean, his impact and influence is still felt very strongly down there. I mean, his yeah. face is everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's on yeah. billboards and buildings yeah. and everywhere. And yeah. it is, it, it 
I mean, I know you don't, you didn't want to use the word cool, but it is incredibly cool what he did for that community. Yeah. And what is cool? I just think that, that the doing. word, the word cool just doesn't like seem to equate. No, the, man, it's actually like, impact. it's legendary, man. Like, I feel like people yeah. like that is here, put here for a reason and they only got a short time. And the fact that like, like how symbolic he was, like the way that the stuff that he did, man, in a short amount of time would never like, would never be done. Well, again. he had prolific like, tattooed on the side of his face. And yeah. that was maybe like the best way to explain it. Yeah, yeah. You know? you know what I mean? So it's like those people, it's hard to find those people like that. You know what I mean? Somebody that's like come from that lifestyle and still be so humble. You know what I mean? And I have a story about him. I got I got a dope story about him when you talk about people like <clears throat> my idols and shit like that. Like me and Nipsey was something that I didn't get to do, but I ran into him two weeks before he was murdered. And I saw him at the store and my brother was shooting a music video. It was like two in the morning and he was by himself. I'll never forget this, man, because my brother was mad at me because I never said anything to him. So when we get up to 7-Eleven, um, and mind you, this ain't the first time I've seen him if I get into that, but I see him at the store. This is the first time I've ever been this close to him. So we get to the store and I see that I I never forget it. He was driving a G63 black Benz with the rims on it. And... We pull up to the store and I go in, but right before I go in, it's Nipsey. He goes in before me because he's already there. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is Nipsey. Two in the morning by himself. What the fuck? You know, and this ain't the best area either. And, you know, he's a game banker. But at the same time, it's like, this is Nipsey, though. You know, I'm looking at him like, damn, this is. Like, why does he not have security? Why why do he have security out here with him? That's what I, that's like in my head. That's what I'm thinking. And it's crazy, man, because he's getting a drink. And I I never forget it. He got on Dickie, a Dickie. Shirt, uh, some some like tight jeans and some green bands, man. I can tell you his whole outfit. And um, <clears throat> and he grab a drink. I'm grabbing a drink beside him. He grab a snack. I'm dead. I'm grabbing a snack, but in my mind, I'm fucking freaking. I'm yeah, like, I mean, you gotta be. In my mind, I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, I can't believe so this. many questions. You're like, so why many is he alone? Questions. Why is he there? Man, why, why is this? What's going on, God? What? How did you put us in this same situation this time? <laughs> It was meant to be again. It was meant to be. It was meant to be, but that's something that I regret the rest of my life because that was. I think that that was going to be my chance to like. If I would have said something to Nipsey, I guarantee you he would have brought me to the studio that night or something because the way the person that he is, you know, being out here in L.A., all this like gimmicky shit, all this like phony shit that goes on, like Nipsey wasn't about that. The music that I bring to the table is a lot what the music that he speaks on, and that's something. If he would have heard that what I was doing that night. He would have been all about it, and I knew he would have, and I knew that's why we was dead at night for me to say that to him, but I didn't. And by the time he like pulled off and shit like that, my brother got so mad at me. Cheek, he'll tell you the same story. He said, man, why you ain't say nothing to him? I said, man, I ain't know what to say. He said, man, the only thing he had to say was like, his, yo, I, I, your music is dope, man. My name is Mac. Your music is dope, man. I've been following you for a long time. Something like, something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? And I was just like, man, I, I I just couldn't, you know what I mean? Like in my mind, I'm like, man, this is my idol. In my mind, I'm like, somebody come in, I'll beat their fucking ass for this. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm just security tonight. You don't even know. Yeah. But like, just off, I ain't even say nothing, man. It's gonna be something I regret for the rest of my life, man. Because that, and then two weeks later, that's when he got killed, and I just could not. Yeah, my, that, I still like, can't wrap my head around this. Shit. Yeah. That's then, insane. Today, today is on the day that he got killed, which is crazy that we even have this interview talking about him because this is the day that he was murdered. Two years ago. Two years oh ago. God. Wow. Yes. Well, and That's I remember you were too. listening to Nipsey in like 2013, 2014. Yeah, like when he was still considered like underground. Yeah. So like I, I've been following Nipsey since the beginning. I mean, I put North Carolina like 
for real, like onto Nipsey. Like people will tell you that for real that mm-hmm. I tell you that I put them onto Nipsey, and that's what I mean. So I follow somebody like that, and for me to follow somebody like that to see what he is goes to show me like what I what I was doing was right. What I mm-hmm. seen in him was right. Yes, you know what I'm saying it gives you like, validation too as an artist. I mean, give me validation because I'm like, damn, I'm following the right footsteps. This is the type of person I he I I, I look at what I want to be, and that's what I want to be. And he showed that, and it's like, you know, what I mean, he left those footprints. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I yeah. definitely like follow that for sure. So you so really quickly you said, and then I'll stop talking about music. You're you're <laughs> interrogating you. Um, oh, no, there no. is a. So you mentioned your dad, your dad was, your dad and your uncles were singing in Detroit and stuff. And then you started, you know, you're obviously into hip hop rap and everything else. How did that, was that just like a natural progression? It was a natural evolution of your oh, sound man. or like, how did your, cause like, was your, you know, just cause if you saw that, I was just curious as to how. Okay. That. So that's a good question. So basically what I did was, so my brother and them had this rap group. So my older brother, Cheek, another, you know, he mm-hmm. was into music too. And, um, and he can sing a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So, like, me, we are the two, you know, the artists, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, he he did music as well. So, he was rapping first. It was in this group called Agile in high school. <laughs> Agile, you see what I'm saying? It was, like was like a fucking Wu-Tang. It was like a small, a small Wu-Tang type shit. And it's like six of them, right? And this is a funny thing. It's like six of them. And... I'm like wanting to be in the group. I'm like, I want to fucking rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to go to the studio sessions and shit like that. And they're like, nah, you know what I'm saying? You can't go. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. You know what I mean? Little so, brother. So the, of, course, little yeah. brother, of course I can't go. So what happens is, so I'm listening to Lil Wayne. That's another one of my uh, big influences. He was doing these mixtapes called Squad Mixtapes. And then he was like 17, 18 years old. And he would kill them, but they were so underground, nobody really heard them. So what I would do was I would say rhymes that I would I would write rhymes and I'll I'll remember them and I say it to them and I say Lil Wayne just said this shit and yo y'all should check this shit out and I say the rhyme and they'll be like for real I never heard that shit and the whole time I did that shit like five times they was like bro where are you hearing this new Lil Wayne I said the whole time that was me writing this shit and I said I told y'all I was nice so take me to the studio and the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? He was like, bro, y'all got to take it to the studio. Like, my boy, uh, we call him Big Yank. He got the same name as me, Terrence. You know what I'm saying? Free my boy, Big Yank. And um, he he was like, bro, we got to put him in the studio. And that's what happened. They put me in the studio. And from there, you know, I, I like, I, like, tried my hardest to be better than everybody in that, like, whole group. Yeah. And I, I was. Me and the younger brother will do that. <laughs> being the younger brother, it's, it's, it comes with a lot of benefits. It's a blessing and a curse for sure. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Well, you're obviously you're obviously you know pursuing other avenues right now, but do you think you'll always make music? Always, I think that's what something I always do. Like, I always be an artist, and I always be like behind the scenes too. Like, I want to be writing music for people. I want to produce music for people. I want to have my own studio, making big hits. Like, it's for, like building up artists and helping other artists and stuff like that. So, I want to I want to be like a Diddy, and you know what I mean, like the, the, the give back. To give back and stuff like that since I'm like learning so much and been around it because I like one thing about me is I didn't never want to be famous or nothing like that so that's why it was hard for me to like really like really dig deep and really try to like sell myself to try to like be famous to, in this music shit like if yeah. I do it be famous in music gonna happen organically I'm not about to like sell myself to like do no stupid t- TikTok videos <laughs> 
<laughs> well, neither, yeah, neither will Annie. Neither will Annie. She won't even do a re- an Instagram reels. I won't. With me. Yeah, so I like, won't. So it's like, uh, yeah. So those and those things will come organically. And why? And Nipsey was a person that showed me that, like, you didn't have to go be no sucker, do no sucker shit to you know be successful. And long as you running the ship, and long as you the like you running everything, and you don't give up, and you don't stop, then you gonna be successful. That's for sure. You just it's just gonna be a lot of work. You just gonna you know what I mean it's gonna take a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, but the reward is gonna be way better because you don't you you in control of it. And that's why. Yeah, and it's those people that are so influential because it's like hard work will pay off, and it drives you. Annie and I just talked on our podcast the other week about motivation. It's like that motivates people because it's like you have to keep working. You just have to keep. You can't give up. All consistency. Yeah, all consistency. But speaking of this podcast, you you produced and created our theme song. Yeah, I did. And it's probably, it's probably, probably like on your lunch break or like while you're on the toilet or something. But it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it fits really us light, so well. Know, something really like. But it's crazy to see y'all. It's dope to see y'all like go from where you had to see, you know, how many episodes. I think that's that, that's no different from painting. You know what I'm saying? You see yeah. at the beginning and then you see, you know, the progression and stuff like that. You see, you know, that you done done over a thousand episodes. You're like, damn, I didn't even know I did that much. So. It's true. That's a good, that's a good point. Um, Before we get into our special segment, how much do you hate that we continue to use your video on our hump day headlines? Uh, The who? (laughs) I'm going to have to charge off that shit. Keep yeah. seeing myself yeah, saying that is that's everyone's favorite part. I, that's like the only reason they watch Hump Day headlines is to see only you the reason. There are more like I the same pe it's like there's like 20 people. I run the Instagram and there's like 20 people that send messages, laughing emojis. Every single, it's the same people. If you look at, if you look at the, de- the, if you look at like the messages, it's all like who, 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 who. I mean, there's like 15 of them, and it's so funny. Hey, I man, watched it today, and the viral, only thing I laughed at was that. Viral, I need some money. If it go viral, I need some yeah. money. So. <laughs> and yeah. it works for everything. Like everything. every single person, it doesn't matter. It's who. Nobody it's funny because I never know when y'all post it, and then I. It's I, always Wednesdays. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I go across my screen and I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. It's me. And <laughs> this I'm like, son of a bitch. This shit again. You're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we love it. It's the best yeah. thing anyone we've uh, ever, maybe, maybe the best content we've ever, 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 ever filmed okay. or produced. Is there an artist, is there a rapper or an artist or hip hop somebody that is a hip hop singer? Um, that we should watch in the next year? Is there somebody that you're like, wow, this person's going to be really good? Oh my God, he has like a hundred because he takes yeah. a lot of pride in discovering artists early. See, um, this is the, that's what I, this is the producer in you and this is why I wanted to ask. Yeah, so this artist named Tim's, man, T-E-M-S. Okay. She's a, she's a female artist. She's definitely going to be big. She's so good. Afro Beast is like, a, a, like this, like, International, like it's like over. I don't want to say overlooked, but it's like this new, like popular music. Like it's like what people gonna be, like dancing to in the clubs a lot. Like this is what's bringing the joy. Like you know what I mean. Like it's very happy music. It's very happy music. You can feel it in your soul. You know what I mean. So like that's what's taking over right now. And Tim's is one of those artists that got that voice. It's so distinctive. It's like you know it's her. It's like a Lauren Hill. You know, oh. like uh, she got that type of distinct voice like that. Uh, 
I love her music. Yeah, T-E-M-S. She's she on Spotify. Yes, her name is Tim's. Oh, all right. So, Mag, since Annie and I really love our moms, as you know, we thought it would be fun sure. to ask one of them to submit questions to ask our somebody in a special segment we call the mom question. So, Annie, would you take it away? Yes. Um, I also asked your mom for a question. Yeah. And I'll start off with <laughs> oh, hers because God. Mama Wilk submitted a few questions. So your mom wants to know what made you go from music to painting? I think that, always, like I said, I've always been into painting and and I've always like, whatever I've seen, I always told other artists to do, not doing it myself. And I think that, um, you know, um, it's a, it happened naturally just because I've always been into it. So me just applying what I do to <clears throat> like fashion, what I apply to my music, everything, I apply to painting. So everything is the same thing. How I treat myself with clothing, how I like to be neat, how everything I'm perfectionist, it applies to, you know, it's the same thing with art. So I apply that same thing to art and that's what, and it comes out to be this, how I do music. I like it to be like perfect. I won't put it out or post it. was a seamless transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, that was that was a way of just me like, okay, this can, this is a no brainer that I should be doing art because art and music just fall into each other. You know. Well, and that's what I was going to say. I mean, they, I, before, I, they must inform each other. They have yeah, to they just, mm-hmm. yeah, they do. it's a symbiotic type yeah. thing. Yeah, because cool. you, do, you do art covers and stuff. Like I said, Takashi Murakami, he did uh, Kanye uh, album covers and stuff like that. If it weren't for him, he wouldn't be this big artist and people knowing him that way and stuff like that. And that and those things coexist with each other. So that's why I was like, damn, that art cover is so dope. I would love to have that on a jacket or a sweatshirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, Thinking like that, it's like, that's the type of shit I wanted to do, but I never really did it. So when I started doing the canvas, I'm like, I'm like kind of mad at myself that I ain't start early. Because I've been like, damn, I've been doing for real Picasso shit in here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll be fucking. And not only that, man, uh, shout out to my son, too. My son, an uh, artist as well. I went to his house one time, and he just, he just, uh, it's no limit to amounts of shit that he paints on. It could be shoe boxes. It could be FedEx boxes. So just thinking like that is just like, man, don't, you know, it's, I heard this before. There's no wrong way of doing art. So it's like, no matter what, just stay creative. That's what his whole thing is. It didn't matter what he, how he painted it, what it was. It's just the, the, the part, just staying creative is the most important thing. That so is like, such, yeah, that's so, so such like, advice. So for me, for me to like pick up on stuff like that, so it's like, you know, that, those are the things that like, I'm so glad that I just got into art the way that I did because I needed that shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I needed it to, you know, advance me a little more <laughs> creatively. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Here are a couple quick ones from Mama Wilk. Um, she said, how would you explain your own personal style? Ooh. Huh. Own personal style. I try to dress myself like uh, just my off my personality. And um, but how would you explain that? Because most people don't know your personality that much. Okay, so my personality got a lot to do with my dad. A lot to do with my mom too. But my, how my dad was. My dad was just a guy that came out the house with the uh, like not the not the fedora, like the you know like the like a wide brimmed hat. His dad was hat. the coolest. Oh, just, he's always been like no freaking wonder. I mean, yeah. like, <laughs> and, and my dad never came out the house without ironing his clothes sharp to the T, and he had to have that hat on. And yeah. it's something he did every single day. And I watched him fold his clothes. I watched him iron his clothes. I watched him just be fresh every day. And not and off the off like things that people would like throw away. Like we would like it would be clothes that we'll be finished with. 
and we're giving to him, and then he'll put him over like, damn, plus when you get there, he's like, man, I got it from y'all. So he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, how you, you know, you're the person that's wearing it, you know what I mean? So it's all about the person that's wearing it. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I took, I took, I took note of that, and it's like how my dad was as a character, him as a person, you know what I'm saying? Like how sharp he was and how cool he was, and it was just effortless, you know what I'm saying? So like I picked up on that. You know what I'm saying? So like that's I care about everything from food. Every like my plate has to look nice, my food has to look nice, has to taste good. Same with my fashion, same with my music. Very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. So it's like I have to, those things have to be good. You know what I mean? So like that's 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 why. That's why. Okay. The, yeah. Mom sent in a lot of questions, but this is a good one, and I know we're running short on time. What is a clothing trend right now that you hope sticks around? Clothing trend, I hope stick around. Jean jackets. Great <laughs> <laughs> answer. Great answer. Okay, Great and answer. what what is a trend that you hope never comes back? Uh, wide legged pants, white <laughs> jeans and shit, like the uh, wide legged uh, pants. Um, like like, long, the, like like uh, like the big big pair, like the skateboarder, you know, like oh, like from high school, oh, like the ones school. like the gothic kids wore. Yeah, the gothic kids wore. And like people were getting into those too. It wasn't just the gothic kids, you know what I'm saying? Like it was other people kind of trying to wear them shits to be cool. Um, what about like what tall would you call them? <laughs> tall tees for sure. Like the long white four X five X tees. I hope that shit stay in two thousand. You know what I'm saying? Like what I, about I, bell bottoms. Bell bottoms definitely not. You know what I'm saying? Like keep all this shit. You just like the more fitted styles. I like more fitted styles, like not tight. I don't like tight jeans. No, like I know you, when you were talking. Tailored. It's almost like jo the jogger pants, like where they're yeah. tight at the bottom, but they're like yeah. they're they're sweatpants. Yeah, but they're yeah, tight but at the bottom. yeah. They're, they're still and and when but I a lot of people can't wear joggers. Well, even though, but that's what I mean. Like I'm not even going. I'm gonna do the joggers to where like you know you can adjust the shit to where you how tight you want it like. I think yeah. the strings on the bottom of the pants. Ooh. You just, you know. So don't I give away do your like, secret. Yeah, don't. Yeah, I, I was just about we'll to say, I can't be giving you out. Yeah. All right. Well, to end, to end our somebody sessions, we like to ask everyone the same three questions. Are you ready, Mac? Annie, will you please do the honors? I sure will. What is your favorite type of hard seltzer? Uh, that's funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't like them no more. Uh, if you had to drink one at a party. Travis Scott, uh, sell some water. Oh, have you had it? Nah, but I would. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay, the next question is, what is your, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Uh, whoa. <laughs> I, I, I learned just off, like I'm a visual person. So I learned off what people do. Like I, you know, Coming up from where I come from, like you get told so many things, like you take you take on what so many people tell you. So it's so many different things I could tell you what people done told me. To is there one straight. that stands out? Maybe not the best ever, but is there one that like one piece of advice that stands out to you? Yeah, not the easiest thing is just be yourself. That's the easiest thing. Yeah. Uh, just be yourself. That's the. That's I awesome. Think that's though. like the best shit because. I think that I so many people that I was around and I could have been influenced by, I could have done the dumb shit that they did. I didn't do just because I hope I being myself and yeah. if, if, if it wasn't me, for me being myself, I think that 
God, we didn't even get to talk like about uh, so many things. So many. I know. Things so like, many. The fact that you're the fact that you that you have zero. You have like no. You have no. Or I mean, you have the best like bullshit meter ever. Like you are just oh, like you know exactly when someone is like this person's a bullshitter. Like stay away from them. Yeah. It's, so we'll have to. You're gonna have to come back. Like, you're gonna have yeah. to. You have to be more yeah. than who. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, the last question that we ask every uh, somebody that we have is, what do you believe that you're an expert of? Expert of? Oh, man, I'm so good at a lot of shit. <laughs> humble, yeah. so humble. Hum- yeah, humble. Respectfully. Being the- <laughs> Respectfully. No, you uh, are. You own that. No, I, I think, yeah, I think that, I, like, I think the best thing about me is I can do a lot of shit, and that's why, like, like all the stuff that I can do, I'm so humble about it. Imagine you don't I, sound like it. I know. <laughs> no, 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 it's true though because I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's true because I just be so chill about it. But like, I'm just feeling like people just not getting a taste of just like how talented I can't be. Like, that's what I mean. Like, this art stuff and like music and stuff like that, it's just like a pieces of things that I could do. It's just like how Kanye is, you know, which is another person that's like really inspiring because look what he did for music and fashion. from, And he was in the art as well. And that's what helped him like be good at beats. So, like, those are the people that, you know, those are the things that I look at. It's like, you know. You're like a sneaky, quiet, um, creative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like I, I feel like I'm going to be on that, that that level like a Kanye. And then people going to be like, fuck, I didn't know he could do that. But it's like, I've always thought of myself that way. Like, And that's how I look at it. I, and I don't think nothing's wrong with that because I'm so humble in my progress. And I don't do anything. I just take what everybody tell me. I want I think that it's dope. What people tell me is dope. It makes me go harder. Though anything that I'm like, I should that I should be doing. I feel like it's just like it's like meant to be. Like I, you know, yeah, yeah. And you're good at staying like remaining true to your own brand. Yeah, yeah. I remain true to it, and I stand on like what I'm like what I'm trying to do. And like I said, I want to be the boss of it, so I want to run it all. You know. What I mean? Yeah. And I, and people used to tell me like. Focus on one thing, you know what I mean? I, I hate that, you know what I mean? Like, I want to be a Diddy. Diddy got nine, ten companies. I can do the same shit. Why, like Kanye used to say, why can't I be a Walt Disney? Why can't I, you, why can't I be that? Like, Kanye was told not to rap. They told him not to rap. And look what he became. So if so, if I listen to people and tell me what I can't do, or like, I shouldn't think like that, then that's that's how you get That's the end. You know what I mean? Slowly die. I, I think big, like how Kanye thinks big, and that's why he's a 6.6 big billionaire and shit like that so like looking at that type of stuff is like, i could do the same thing so it's like and that's the type of the same way he applies the same way i'm trying to apply it, so that's great that's yeah. fantastic yeah. well thank you so much for coming on mac this has been awesome we, we i wish we had more time that's i wish fine. the podcast was less than an hour or more than an yeah, what is, is it fire. more than an hour i don't know, I don't know. Yeah. anyway uh, you can and should follow him on instagram at i am mac marley and his clothing line be sure to check it out at boy johnson brand You'll know that. Well, go ahead. He just said yes, Sersky. Oh, yes, Sersky. <laughs> all right. Well, no. And then when your website, like everybody, go check out all the stuff that he's already done. You can go. You can DM him on Instagram uh, for inquiries and also for uh, ideas or anything like that. So shoot him a DM for custom pieces and pricing. Um, is there anything else that you want to plug? Oh, not at all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just my Instagram <laughs> and my yeah, Boy Justin brand. That's it. We covered it all. We covered awesome. it all. Yeah. Cool. Well, and if you guys are not following us yet, please do so at nobody's pod at Annie underscore Welk and at Bryce Advice. It's the exact same on TikTok. Twitter is at, at 
yeah, at nobody's the pod. Same for our personals. You can always email us at noexpertallopinion at gmail.com. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star review. Thanks, guys. We hope you have an amazing uh, weekend. And more importantly, a mediocre week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded remotely in small, crummy apartments in the San Fernando Valley. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.